All right, it is episode 129 of Viking 360. Mike Rubin joined by Brian Johnson. And Brian, spring sports uh, starting to wind down here. We're into the uh, postseason now. Hard to believe, Rube, and it's been an exciting postseason thus far uh, for the Viking uh, baseball and softball teams. Well, let's talk about that. Both the uh, Lady Viking softball team and the Viking baseball team they got off to a kind of a rough start, but man, did they turn things around over the second half of the season, and we'll go into that when we talk about the individual sports. They sure did, Rube. I think uh, what both coaches wanted was them to hit their stride here at this point in the season. They've done that. Uh, the difficult schedule for both kind of leads to the fact that they had rough starts, uh, but boy, uh, have they gotten it going on both teams here in the postseason. And let's talk first about softball. At one point, the Lady Vikings had a record of 6-11. and 11, But then they won eight of their last nine games to finish up at 14-12. and 12, And they won another sectional championship, their eighth sectional in 12 years. And they're going back to the region on Monday. Yeah, I think, Rube, it's a combination of the, the bats have gotten really hot for them. The softballs have started flying out of Lady Viking Park into the opposing parks that they've played in. But then also the pitching, the one-two punch of Sidney Varney and, and Maddie Parsons have both really improved, and they have been uh, really good uh, together here down the stretch, and I think that's been a big difference. And the Lady Viking fans will have at least one more opportunity to see them in action. They play down in Hamlin on Monday against Lincoln County, and this is a good uh, Panther base, uh, softball team. They are 21-4 and on the season, and they will be playing at Lady Viking Park on Tuesday. Tough draw for the Lady Vikes. They can they can hit it, Rube. Uh, they can pitch it very well. I think uh, they have a couple of pitchers that are sub 2.0 ERAs. They have uh, two hitters that have combined for nearly 20 home runs uh, together. Uh, so it'll be a big test. But I had a chance to chat with Lady Vikings second baseman and one of our clutch hitters in Caitlin Swisher uh, prior or after the the sectional victory and got to catch up with her and enjoy that moment. All right, let's move on to baseball now. And at one point, the Viking baseball team had a record of 7-8. and eight. Not bad, not great. But then they won 10 of their last 12 games, and they are now 17-10 and 10 on the season, and they are gunning for their 29th sectional title in school history. I think that's pretty amazing. On Friday evening, they'll travel down to Hurricane, which has a very good ball club, an impressive record of 25-4. and four. Yeah, Rube, they've gotten blazing hot at the right time, and the thing that impresses me the most about them is they've done it in a lot of different ways. They've won close games uh, with their offense. They've won close games with their pitching. They've won some uh, 10 run games. Um, they've just found a way to win. Uh, they did that against Parkersburg South again the other night, just finding a way to win to get themselves into an opportunity where they can go to Hurricane and who knows, maybe shock the state of West Virginia and pull off a big upset. And they found a way to win uh, against Parkersburg South with their defense, and part of that was center fielder Isaiah Casto teaming up with catcher uh, Brett Haskins, and we'll talk about those uh, impressive plays uh, in that interview. We also talked with uh, Ripley Middle School coach Dugandy. The middle school Vikings capped an 18-0 regular season. They won the Mid-Valley Athletic Conference Championship, 
And also kind of a neat story that we don't get to do very often. Uh, it's an unusual story. There's a group of Ripley High baseball alumni, and they are playing in an adult baseball league up in uh, Parkersburg. And they're wearing a, uh, the uh, hats of the Milwaukee Brewers. And they're going by the uh, name of the Mad Batters. So I, I love the nickname, and I, I wish those guys the best of luck. They play a, a schedule up at City Park in Parkersburg. That'll be fun, Rube. Those guys, uh, when you hear the names in this interview, uh, a lot of great baseball players that played at Ripley High School will be on that team. And uh, you had a chance to, to chat with Remy Boyce. And I, uh, just a great interview and a really fun story. And going on to track, they uh, had a pretty successful uh, regional meet up in Parkersburg on Thursday. We had several regional winners. Uh, Chase Pepper uh, won the 400, the 4x400 relay, won first place. Young Connor Casto won the high jump. Uh, Frankie Winter has been dominant in the discus all year, all season long. Uh, he won that event. And among the Lady Vikings, uh, Opal Huffman won the 400. Uh, Bella Skeen uh, captured the high jump. Tori Fisher won the long jump. Uh, Jasmine Parsons won the pole vault. But the neat thing about the pole vault event is that Jasmine Parsons finished first, Maya Phelan was second, and Gwyneth Gandy took third. That's a really neat story, Ruben. I think when you uh, sit down and chat with uh, Crystal, as I did, uh, she's really excited about some of these young uh, competitors she has, both on the boys' and girls' side. Granted, she's losing uh, quite a few. I believe she said 16 seniors on both sides combined. Uh, but, boy, they've got some really good uh, competitors coming up. Well, it was a big day at Ripley High School. It's always an exciting event when they have the uh, formal awards ceremony. And a part of that ceremony is announcing who wins uh, the athletic events. And we happen to have a copy of that list. And uh, we're going to share those with you at this time. And we'll start uh, with the spring sports. Yeah, you, you look at the spring sports, Rube, uh, you know, uh, wrestling or excuse me, softball, baseball, track, tennis. You look at softball. McKinnon Hall, shortstop, uh, she won that award, uh, and and uh, obviously for many reasons, leadoff hitter, great fielder, team leader. Congratulations to McKinnon. And uh, the aforementioned Brett Haskins, the uh, catcher and pitcher for the Vikings, he was the recipient of the baseball MVP. Girls track MVP, another one of those young names, Rube Opal Huffman, uh, collected that award. And uh, for the boys track MVP, a guy that I have nothing but the, uh, the utmost respect for, Chase Pepper. Uh, he's had to overcome a lot of issues, and he's come out uh, really excelling, and he has a good chance uh, to be a, a state winner, I believe, uh, down at Lately Field. No surprise here on the girls' tennis side, uh, one of the top players in the state, Torin Scholl, collected that award. And in boys tennis, one of our favorite athletes, Cole Neal, he did a little bit of everything this year. It was good to see uh, Cole win the uh, boys tennis MVP award. And uh, Rube, when you look back in the fall season, uh, you look at girls soccer, MVP there, uh, someone that I had a chance to work with a lot uh, as she was kicking for the Viking football team, Caitlin Lawrence, uh, won the MVP for girls soccer. And the boys' soccer MVP was Noah Kessel, who's also uh, pretty prominent uh, on the Viking track team. No surprise on the football side, uh, two-way guy, Joey Ramsey, uh, carrying the football, catching the football, playing defense, playing special teams. Congratulations to Joey. 
And our cheerleader MVP went to Isabella Botini. I love that name. I don't usually get to announce uh, many poetic names at Ripley High, but that's one of them. Congratulations to Isabella Botini. Volleyball is MVP there, a name that uh, lady softball fans are acquainted with, and that's Sydney Varney. Congratulations to Sydney. Uh, girls cross country, no real surprise there. She's been such a consistent winner. Ellie Hossifluk winning the girls uh, cross country MVP. And this guy collecting another one, boys cross-country MVP, Chase Pepper. And you know the archery program at the high school has done very well, and the girls' archery MVP was Gabrielle Talbert. And the boys' archery MVP was Jaden George. Congratulations. And we want to wish best of luck to the middle school archery team. They're going to the national tournament uh, coming up here pretty soon. In basketball, uh, basketball MVP for the boys, Luke Johnson. And for the girls' side, Kiana Baldwin had a fantastic senior year and uh, helped the Lady Vikes uh, nearly get to the state tournament. And in wrestling, no surprise here. He made it to the state tournament once again. Uh, Brett Haskins just had a stellar, uh, outstanding year uh, for the Vikings. And, Rube, uh, the WVSSAC Sportsmanship Awards collected uh, by a uh, female and a male. Torin Scholl collected that on the girls' side and Noah Kessel on the boys' side. And the National Federation of High School Sports Sportsmanship Award, none other than Chase Pepper. Congratulations, Chase. And Rube, uh, the Athlete of the Year now. When you look at it uh, on the female side, the Female Athlete of the Year, Katie Lawrence. Uh, very versatile, played a, a, a couple of different sports there and, and contributed to both. And Male Athlete of the Year, none other than Brett Haskins. Congratulations to all of those recipients uh, today in the formal awards and uh, getting uh, recognized for their accomplishments. Yeah, Brett really cleaned up today. He also won the uh, Student of the Year Award, and I'm proud to say that he won the, the award that we give out, the uh, the Viking Voices Scholarship named for the late John Rice and, uh, and for myself, and uh, Brett Haskins was the recipient of that scholarship this year. Have you, are you getting any sleep? More than you'd think. We're doing pretty good as far as night goes. Days are a different situation, but nights are pretty good. <laughs> Is your track team keeping you up at night? Actually, no. No, I'm doing pretty good as far as that goes this year. <laughs> Let's talk about your team a little bit, Coach. Uh, you have regionals on Thursday night. Um, tell me uh, where you feel like you are. I know uh, you're probably not placed right where you would like to be, where you have been in the past. But I know you're proud of this team, the way they fought and battled. Uh, maybe deficient in a few areas that you weren't previous seasons, but uh, your team battles and fights hard. Absolutely. Definitely proud of them. Um, coming in at the region, we should be in first or second in the region. You know, we're always striving to do that win at the regional. Um, and we have a good shot at that. Um, several, several in individuals this year that should really make it um, to states and out of the region. We have um, two long jumpers that are really impressing us this year. Um, Emily Ball actually um, got the school record in our um, home meet. She jumped 17 and a half an inch. Um, the record was 17. And then you have Tori Fisher right behind her, and they're ranked, you know, first and second in region and um, really far up there in the state as well. Opal Huffman is an outstanding sophomore, and um, she is ranked third in the state in the 400. We have Bella Skeen that is ranked fourth in the high jump. Um, so we have several individuals, Mia Casso up there in the shot put. And um, our relays are 
doing great. We should have four by four and four by eight make it. Four by two, we are trying for. We need to shave a second off um, probably to make it out of the region, but these girls definitely have a good chance if we have good handoffs. You talk about, you know, shaving a second off here or there. I mean, it's so uh, it's so minute, the things that can go wrong or the things that can go right for you that can really make the difference in being fifth or sixth or being first or second. Talk a little bit about how uh, just a handoff or, or maybe a misstep here or there can, can change the outcome of something. Yeah, so in those relays with the 4x1 and 4x2, handoffs is a huge thing. And not necessarily just our handoffs, but another team's handoff could go bad and, you know, it could put us in. But those handoffs, you have to take off at the right spot. You have to come in at the right spot. I mean, you have to know your um, speed and the person handing off to you speed, the person taking off. There's so much that can get really go wrong with those handoffs. So these last few days, we are practicing them a lot, you know, just trying to perfect them to give them their biggest shot at making it. This time of year, you know, much like many sports, when you've uh, been through the battles and you've uh, really put the work in, right now you're not working so hard on, um, you know, being in shape and all that because that's already there. Right now you're working on fine-tuning the mechanics. As I sit here at practice with you, I see the kids uh, going through a lot of the little things that we're talking about. Is that what the, the – uh, what the emphasis is on right now at practice absolutely so this is one of our taper weeks this weekend next so not a lot of tough things going on you know um, distance is just out running super easy you know three miles um, and our relays are working on handoffs hurdles are just working on the first two hurdles you know so nothing extensive um, jumpers are just on drills throwers just on drills so it is definitely taper week we want to have them as fresh as possible for Thursday Coach, you have a pretty young team uh, for the most part when you look up and down the, the uh, roster, both boys and, and the girls' side. But tell me about some of your upperclassmen, some of your seniors uh, that you know time's kind of winding down that you've spent with them, what they mean to you and what they meant to the program. Um, so, yeah, we have boys and girls together combined have 16 seniors. We have nine boys and seven girls. Um, definitely hate to lose any of them. There's several in there that are scoring us quite a few points. And just having them here as leaders and individuals and having great attitudes. And it's funny because um, several of these seniors, you know, we've had since they were freshmen and just seeing them grow up and build into the young men and young women that they are today just makes you, you know, super proud to even just be a part of that. So we, we really hate losing them. We always hate losing our seniors, um, especially when they have the attitudes like these do. Do you see them really teaching the younger uh, members of the team the culture here I mean you're you're a few years into your tenure you've had a great start uh, to your career as a head coach and the culture that you've built here uh, or are building I should say has it shows uh, do you see that pouring over from seniors into the freshman and sophomore you really do, and um, one individual on the girls' side that really stands out to me, and I'm going to mention her, is Kiana Baldwin. All of the girls and boys look up to her, and she is one of the best team leaders I have ever had in my years as a coach. And um, honestly, we've asked her to get her coaching certificate and come back and help us next year. Um, she's one that has just stood out, and like I said, she boys and girls both look up to her, so she is an amazing team leader, so we're really proud of her. You know, Jake Harvey, Noah Kessel, we have so many. I could list them all. I'm not going to list all 16, but it's, it's we have a really good group this year, and the younger kids really look up to them and follow in their footsteps. So that's what, 
what do you want to see happen uh, this week? And obviously, you want to make the state tournament, but just some of the little things that you would like to see improvements upon to be able to make that push. Maybe everything has to fall kind of in perfect form for you guys to make it to the state and get to do the things that you want to do. Uh, but crazy things happen. That's why you go out there and compete. Absolutely. So I, there's several kids here. I mean, you like to see as many kids as possible um, make it to states, but you know, we have a senior that just came out this year, Ian Roach, and um, he's doing really good. He's throwing right at 40 consistently in the shot put, but I would love more than anything to see him make it um, to the state meet, and he needs to throw a uh, probably a few feet further, but he's he's right there. And then we have those relays that, I mean, just shave. Four by one needs to shave like half a second off. Four by two, one second. Like it would tickle me to death to see those kids, because some of those do have seniors on them, and that's their only chance of making it to states this year. So it would tickle me to, you know, see that Noah Kessel's been working his butt off at the 300 hurdles. Um, he needs to shave like 0.6 tenths of a second off so like we have so many that are just right there on the border and that I would just love to see coach I know this isn't your favorite thing I know you hate seeing me coming but I do appreciate it you, you're always so gracious with your time best of luck to you and your team this week thank you so much Brian and thanks again for having me Liddy Vikings softball team is headed to the regional tournament on Monday one of the reasons why has been the clutch hitting of sophomore infielder Caitlin Swisher. All right, welcome back to Ripley High School. Joined now by sophomore second baseman Caitlin Swisher. Caitlin, thanks for being with me. Thank you for having me. So emotionally right now, you got to be over the moon. You guys just uh, got two wins back-to-back -back nights against Hurricane to win the section and move on to regional play. you got to be feeling pretty good. Yeah, we are. We've really been looking forward to this. We knew we could do it all along, but it really took some – what we've had since we were little and bringing it back out in all of us. What a great team. I mean, you guys really seem to get along well. You play well off of one another. Everybody kind of knows their role and shows up and does that on a nightly basis. That has to be fun to play in and, and give you guys a lot of confidence moving forward. It really is. We're like a big old family. We've all been playing together since we were little. And, you know, we've changed where we've played and everything. But really, everybody loves it. And coming together is really fun. Top of the order, Caitlin, and you're part of that. You guys have been on a tear. Mm -hmm. uh, you look at McKinnon, you look at yourself, you look at uh, Cassidy, you look at Jenna. Now you got Ellie coming in in the five spot. Uh, what a tough road to hoe for opposing pitchers to try to get you guys out because it's not just the base hits. It's the drawn walks. It's the uh, on-base percentages are just out of this world. Uh, and now the bottom of the order is starting to hit the ball well also. So I'm really not sure where the easy outs come in this lineup. Yeah, it's really a whole lineup of people who can hit. And, you know, knowing when you're up to bat that there's always probably going to be a person on base and someone behind you that can knock you in. It's really motivating to you when you're hitting. And the, you guys are really aggressive on the base pass. Uh, anytime you get on first, you're looking to swipe second. McKinnon's looking to swipe second. If you guys are, are on second and the ball's in play in the outfield, you're looking to, to score. Uh, that puts a ton of pressure on defenses as well. Yeah, we've we've been working on it a lot. It's really probably one of our favorite things to do. It's there's a lot of pressure to it, but knowing that we can take that extra base anytime, it's really good. I know you don't want to talk about yourself, but man, you've been on a tear. You're leading this team uh, in average. Uh, your own base percentage is out of this world. That softball has to look a little bit like a beach ball to you right now when it's floating in there. It's definitely something I've been looking forward to my whole life, you know, wanting to go on in college. I love the sport, and it's just fun being here. 
Kaylee, you play with uh, a lot of joy. You're fun to watch, and I uh, really look forward to seeing uh, one unfolds for you the rest of the way this year, and best of luck. Thank you. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Triple-A sectional baseball tournament is now down to two teams. Ripley is one of them, and a reason why has been the defensive play of Viking center fielder Isaiah Casto. We're talking with a Viking junior center fielder Isaiah Casto, and tonight it was, uh, you've hurt teams all season long with your bat and with bunting, but tonight it was with the glove and the arm, two awesome uh, plays and making throws from center field to catcher uh, Brett Haskins, resulting in key outs in this key game. Tell us about those plays, if you will. Well, the first couple plays, they weren't really running on me. And then throughout the game, they started getting a more, little more risky, trying to get some runs up on the board, catch up. And then the first one, I heard the coach yell, get there, you got to go. So as soon as I picked up the ball, I just chucked it, and I saw Brett catch him and tag him out. And the second one, same thing was going through my head. I was hoping the kid would run on me that time because I knew I could throw him out. And then I heard everybody screaming for so I got the ball, come up firing, and got the job done. Well, not only did you make an awesome uh, throw on the plate, but your, your catching buddy, Brett Haskins, did a great job of uh, holding on to that ball with a, a minor collision at home plate on both occasions. Yes, sir. Brett's amazing. We love him. He's the biggest part of this team. He glues us all together. He's always positive. He's the best player I've ever played with. I love that kid. Isaiah, tomorrow you face the task again. It's a tough task. We know that. Going down to Hurricane and face the task of beating the Redskins twice on your home field. But just tell me, what is the team attitude uh, going into this series with the Redskins? We have nothing to lose. We've already lost to them twice. They beat us by quite a bit both times. What do we have to lose? We're just boys from Jackson County that like to play baseball. We're just going to go up there and have some fun and hopefully get the win. That's great. Isaiah, thank you, and congratulations on, on uh, helping playing a big part in a big Viking win. Thank you, Rube. Ripley Middle recently wrapped up a remarkable baseball season as we hear from head coach Duke Gandy. All right, we're talking with the uh, head baseball coach at Ripley Middle School, Mr. Duke Gandy. Duke, uh, another unbeaten season, another uh, Mid-Valley Athletic Conference championship. How about those Vikings? They're something else. They're real special. Well, tell me about this year's team. What made this year's team special? You had uh, strong hitting. I think you averaged uh, just a little bit under 12 runs per game, and you had pretty good pitching and defense, only giving up about two runs a game. That was the goal we set at the beginning of the season. Uh, those kids wanted to follow up their uh, undefeated season from last year <clears throat> and and they did they they set goals and they uh, they accomplished the goals that they set so how would you characterize this team can you describe this year's unbeaten team to last year's unbeaten team i know it was a lot of the same players but can you just can you compare them 
I, I believe both were, were just gritty, gritty players. They uh, played hard. Uh, and uh, Picked up a device, divisive uh, win against uh, the Logan Timberwolves in the championship game, and that was sort of uh, a good representation of the type of season that you had because you beat them 9-1 to one and you scored in almost every inning of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan, Logan, I can't. They're uh, they're a good uh, they're a good team. Uh, Coach Perry does a great job with them. They're real young as well. So uh, we uh, these boys, it, it it wouldn't have mattered who we played last night. These boys would have won that game. Uh, they just had it set in their minds that they was going to win, and uh, uh, and they did. They went out and produced and and. Uh, we came came away with the victory. Well, Duke, uh, I know that uh, you had quite a few eighth graders on this year's team, but as you were telling me, uh, the cupboard is far from bare when it comes to the future of Ripley Middle Baseball. Yes, yes, we're we're going to miss we're going to miss uh, our our eighth graders, Landon Meadows, Eli Phelan, Jackson Van Hoos, uh, Cody Lawrence. Brady McVeigh, Kyler Doss, uh, Chris Patterson, Zach McCoy, Owen Pitts. I believe I believe that's all of them. Uh, but we're going to miss them a whole lot. But uh, they'll move up to high school and they'll be getting ready for their uh, their careers in high school. And we'll be I mean, come June. We'll be working on our three week practices. And we'll be working for our uh, future with uh, with the younger kids. I think that the younger kids coming up, they're going to be real well, real good. I think uh, Eli Jenkins is going to be good. Cade McCoy. Uh, I mean, there are just several of them that's going that's going to be. Of course, we have Bryson Casto back, so he's going that's going to help as well. Well, Coach, uh, congratulations <coughs> on another uh, outstanding season and. Uh, Good luck down the road, man. Thanks a lot. Several Ripley High grads are getting their baseball gloves out of the closet. As Remy Boyce explains, they'll be playing in a Parkersburg league this summer. Talking with Remy Boyce, and uh, Remy, the baseball career is not over. It sounds like uh, you and some former Vikings are going to be uh, getting the gang back together this summer. Tell me about it. Yeah, we got a couple old-timers coming to play uh, up at the Summer Adult League in Parkersburg at the City Park. We got about 30 old, retired players wanting to come and play, so we're going to fill out the team and play as best we can. Well, I know uh, you and your brother are going to be on that team. Tell me some of the other names of the people who are going to be involved with this. Who all signed up? Okay, uh, we have Lancaster signed up, Easton Berry signed up, Gunnar Walsh, Mike Lawrence, Ethan Koontz, Eli Koontz, Rocky Ford, Dane Peterson. I don't want to forget anybody. Um... We've got several yeah, uh, we names got, we that got, have played, went on to play college baseball yeah. oh, and didn't do yeah. high school standouts as well. Yeah, uh, Luke Lehew. We got about 30 people. I don't want to forget people. And uh, the season uh, is going to be at City Park. And uh, mm -hmm. when does the schedule start? And about how many games will you be playing? It's going to be a 12-game schedule. It could possibly expand to 16 if we make the tournament. Uh, it starts 
next month, the, the 6th of next month, so it'd be July or June 6th, something like that. And Remy, you were telling me the team has a uh, rather unusual name. Yeah, we're the Mad Batters. Okay. Yeah, we got the Milwaukee Brewers hat. <laughs> That's great. Well, it'll be interesting to, to follow the squad this year. Good luck this summer. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.